Let me get it started, talk my shit better Fat nigga, on a fraternity, I'm a big stepper I'm plain Jane, all y'all rock is designer <laughs> All I rock is vaginas, I just be laid back All I got is recliners, I wouldn't join the Navy shit All I got is Rihanna <laughs> You jive turkeys, it's frivolous I'm a light, this a filament Slip your disc, I'm acrylin' it, I ain't feeling it I'm a pimpin' the night, skin glistening. I be in your kitchen, making Chris and putting dick in your wife Keep me casting over the float and got colder than Nova Scotia I'm Yo, it's them pimp tight niggas with the mouthpiece. What's the fucking deal? Welcome back to the Act Right Podcast episode 22 twos on you niggas. Uh, 22 twos. What's the deal? Welcome back to the Act Right Podcast episode 22 where you can get your weekly dose of Act Right. We back in this thing. What's the good? What's the deal with you, big dope? Well, first off, let me uh, let niggas know who is a uh, full on Parks and Bud in this week. Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, let me get some real quick. <laughs> Young Pop got a lot on his plate this week, man. I'm back in a KY. What's the deal, bro? Man, I'm just trying to, you know, navigate all the screens, the sound effects, the music, the zoom. You know what I'm saying? We in this thing, and you know, bear okay, with well, us. You've had two hands on one things before. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. No, um, no, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it, it sucks because you know we're back on virtual, but the energy is still live. Our new equipment has just totally changed our mood and our on our outlook with everything so we're so excited and we're so excited to just dive deeper into all that but it's cool uh you told me that you got a little bit of that snow white outside yes yeah, a whole bunch of snow possums outside man Ooh. it is fucking <laughs> flooded with snow out here you dig yo snow possums is <laughs> nuts but it's fast like <laughs> <laughs> Calling someone a snow possum is absolutely nuts. But uh nah man, like straight up, like let's get let's get into the docket. We both took notes. We're both on our shit, but you 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 expressed to me a little bit earlier that, you know what I'm saying, you need to get your shit off real quick. So let's let's just dive let's just dive straight in. Um, like I was saying, man, very interesting week on Twitter. And uh Well, I'm kind of excited because usually like you like you be on Twitter, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't tapped. So something that that actually caught your eye, like I'm interested. in Oh, hearing. it caught my eye more Ooh. than. <laughs> so I happen to be on my friend's page. Uh huh. And I'm just get a little curious. Uh huh. I scroll over to the likes because that's where the real feed is at. Right. Can you? Tell us, Dom, why you liked a whole pregnancy pillow. (laughs) Are you expecting? (laughs) Don't think for one second I wasn't going to be on that ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Twitter police, bitch. What the fuck is going on? Are you trying to tell us something? Are like, what is going on? Are likes not sacred anymore? Like, <laughs> clearly, 
what? I, I'm like, <laughs> whoa, no. <laughs> whoa. Nah, that shit got me hot. Cause why aren't my likes sacred no more? Like, <laughs> what is going? Is there a baby shower coming up that we should be knowing about? Or absolutely not. Okay. Are you are you having your first son? <laughs> my first, oh man, my first son is absolutely nuts. Nah, oh. Nothing to worry about. Um, just to be completely honest, I saw uh -oh. it and I was like, "Damn, that John look <laughs> that John look comfortable." I might need it for. Oh my, my god! Look, I didn't even. At, <laughs> if I've ever seen a snow possum before, it is on this Zoom screen, ladies. Nah, like. <laughs> now hold up, where the ladies at? What? What the fuck is going on? You got all them bitches and you still need a pregnancy pillow. Can I get girl? Okay. <laughs> Word to mother. I have no idea what she's talking about. I cannot confirm the allegations that have been brought forth against me in this court of law. Okay? Let's just get that clear. And second off, quite frankly, I bet you, nigga, I bet you if you, you if, if, if Jen came home and she saw a pregnancy pillow on the bed, she bet you she'd be turned. She'd be looking at you in a whole different light. Like, oh, you ready for some shit. Okay. And you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real, that's the real conversation right there. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, like I said, those are my likes, um, it's crazy that you know my ace boom coon, my my ride or die is bringing my <laughs> bringing my likes before the jury like that, but it's okay. It's okay. What that bitch Kia said. Uh, what's her terminology, nigga? Um. Oh, this is your shit. She got the gavel in her hand. Yes, and she, but she has like a slogan. Something like "bitch, don't lie" or "we coming for your ass" or something like that. Ah, uh, we'll get back to you on that. Damn, I totally forgot. But um, no. So, just not to shift. Let's just shift the energy just really quick. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna try to get through this as best as I can. Uh, yesterday we lost Kobe, man. It was, it's his year anniversary since his death. And uh. The videos, the tributes, the tweets, mm. they got me yesterday, man. I'm seriously, I was in class and mm. I'm tearing up, you know what I'm saying? Going to the bathroom and, you know, this is a conversation I kind of wanted to have. I started, I guess, kind of reflecting and asking myself, am I idolizing Kobe too much, mm. you know, to be feeling this way? Um, and then when I saw all the love out there and not just NBA players and NBA families, but regular Joes like myself. Yes. Also feeling that same pain. Like that was extremely comforting. Um, I don't know, man. I like, like we've said before, we haven't experienced too many close deaths. Obviously, uh, uh, we lost Chris last year and mm -hmm. mama and, you know, rest in peace, rich. Um, and it's not that Kobe is on this all-star pedestal. 
Um, I don't have a shrine of Kobe, but man, you know, it just still just doesn't feel real. And um, mm. for me, I guess just being the basketball fan, obviously he's way more than that. But I, the beauty about Kobe is that he was okay with being like just that. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. And he perfected his craft like no one we've ever seen before. And, you know, I know the Jordan talks are out there. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Jordan uh, definitely led the way. But Jordan had natural talent. Mm. What Kobe brought to the game was that Mamba mentality. Mm. I might not be the tallest guy, the best guy on the floor, but I'm going to show you that I work harder than all of them niggas. And, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously his legacy will live every single day, but specifically on yesterday, man, I was just, woo, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? It was seriously tough. And um, I'm going to let you rock. But uh, one thing that really draws to me that I just, I guess, kind of fantasize about that I shouldn't is just, what would it feel like to be Vanessa Bryant and her and her girls? Um, mm. I do not want to gloss over the fact that they lost their daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't imagine seriously losing Jen and Gianni like in one day in one night, bro. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd be fucking struggling, nigga. I yeah. would be struggling, bro. Like, straight up. Um, so before I let you rock, I yeah. just want to give a shout out to not only Kobe and Gianna Bryan, but everybody else um, that was on that flight that died. Um, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Alyssa Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, John Altabelli, and the pilot was... I'm going to mess this up. Ara Zobayan. Um, We'll never know what went wrong that day. If it was weather or it was uh, the pilot or it was the plane. Um, As shitty as it is, that was their time to go. And that's who they were supposed to go with. Um, Peace to Vanessa, man. I I, Seriously, we can't offer her anything. But uh, it's just so powerful, honestly. Seeing her strive, seeing her find reasons to smile, seeing her be off, no drugs, no no alcohol, no nothing, and still being mm-hmm. a mother to her girls. But beyond that, still being this uh, person we kind of could idolize, you know, just through her strengths of being able to move on. So rest in peace to everyone that was lost that day, man. Talk to me. No. Um, well, first off, definitely big shout out. I'm. I'm- I wasn't expecting it, but I'm super happy that you just read off all of the names that uh, were affected, that lost their lives during that uh, that morning. Um, because you know it's very easy to lose sight that there were other people involved. You know, obviously outside of Kobe and his daughter, but no, man, it it was sad. I I remember exactly where I was, exactly what I was doing. I was at the uh, the shop, you know, in Fontana when we were still in Fontana. We were all in the kitchen just bullshitting or whatever. And, you know, Twitter's the first to report everything. So I was like, y'all, they're saying Kobe died. Everyone kind of just was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen the Internet try to run pranks before about, you know, folks dying or whatever the case may be. And it just took, you know, and then after that, 
the fucking rumors started spiraling. It was this person. It was that person. It was all of these people. And then when it finally got to the point, like where we just got that last final confirmation, it was just like, damn, like, I think what just made it so hard is like, obviously Kobe was an athlete for multiple generations. You know what I'm saying? He was multiple generations, idols, one of the top athletes of the world. But what really just made it rough on me uh, specifically um, was just that uh, I really felt like we started seeing more and more of who Kobe was after he stopped basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like the last few years of Kobe's basketball career specifically, like they just, you know, his body was wearing down on him. You know what I'm saying? It was taking a lot out of him. And it kind of just seemed like his relationship with basketball started becoming more of like a a love to hate type of thing, hate to love type of thing. Like it, you can just tell it's, at least from my perspective, it seemed like it was playing, a, a taking a toll on, on you know, his well-being. And obviously coming to the decision to finally retire, like it's Kobe fucking Bryant. Like he's been in the league since 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? Like he's done incredible, amazing things. And so once he retired, it was kind of like, wow, like who who is Kobe? Like who is he going to be? And, you know, he kind of just started really opening up to the world. He was showing how much he loved uh, his children, his daughters. You know what I'm saying? We saw him everywhere now. He was at games. He was at his daughter's things. He was, you know, doing his media shit, coming up with anime. Like, he was just doing all sorts of stuff. And we were finally going to be like, okay, like, this is the man Kobe Bryant, like, outside of basketball. You know what I'm saying? And it just really seemed like he was a really coming into his own and so that I think that's one of the things that for me made it like uh like come on you know what I'm saying like come on like no one is guaranteed no one is promised anything but uh he was just stepping into so much you know what I'm saying and then just the fact that he was with uh his daughter and some of their closest friends and they were going to do the thing they loved which was basketball and it's something See, that right. they did See, right there. We, we have kids, right? Mm. Um, especially at the age that our girls are at right now, there's not really a lot of stuff that they like doing that we also like doing. Right. Could you imagine being so dedicated? And I don't, I don't care what it was. I don't care if they played the fucking flute. Mm. He was going to do whatever his daughters wanted to do at a hundred percent. Cause he knew no better. Mm. Cause he knew no better, you know? So could you just being so into that? And like, like you said, Kobe's, you know, for people that are actually basketball fans and Kobe Bryant fans, this is why we've loved him. We could tell exactly who he was on the court for people that um, maybe just aren't heavily into basketball. Yes. For them three to four years after he retired, y'all, the world was like ingesting, like, you know what I'm saying? Digesting yeah. him and saying, oh, wait a minute, this is the greatness niggas have been talking about, you know, that we can understand. Yeah. Um, And so, like I said, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I definitely wanted to pay my respects, man. I just, still to this day, you know, I, I've told you before this even happened that I would never, ever get on a helicopter. Mm. And I'd advise you not to. It's too many parts moving. Yeah. Um, It's just, 
and like I said, you you could die in your car, right? I'm not mm-hmm. gonna tell you to stop driving. Um, but it was just it's still just one of those things, man, that just seriously eats me up. Um, I have deep family ties in Laker Nation. Um and it was just a super, super, super hard L for us. Um, I remember my dad, I was in Kentucky this time last year and mm. He, right when I saw his name, like, you know what I'm saying? I literally mm-hmm. didn't even want to call him. Right when his name lit up on my phone, I knew who was on the other side of that phone. Mm-hmm. You know, we, he was weeping, weeping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, we just don't get a lot of people, I'll speak for myself, that really touch me and inspire me in that way. And it's not that bad things shouldn't happen to good people. But it just it just makes it that much harder to wrap your head around. So rest in peace once again to the Bryant family, um, Otto Bellies, the Chesters, and the pilot Ara. Man, um, I hope it's a lot more easier where you're where you're at. Yeah, I got you know I, I think I got a little something. This was a song that you know we always love to listen to. Um, we just always got super excited when it came on, and even when we was feeling down. So you know what I'm saying. It, I think this could be a pretty good uh, a, a pick-me-up song for what we're feeling. Let, me let, let us get our shit off real quick. Turn that shit up. Yes, sir. Just a little something, just a little something for y'all to try to uh, pick up the mood a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's a classic right there. And we 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 even let the the vocals drop on y'all. We gonna have to come back on y'all for that one though. But just a little something to pick up the mood. You know what I'm saying? Definitely R.I.P. to Kobe. Shout out to his family and shout out to everybody who was you know impacted by his life. You know. Um, so to tie it in, right? Mm-hmm. There I am with all of my emotions. Uh, midday. Okay. And I see a bitch ass nigga named Royce, aka Royce the Goat on Twitter, aka Mr. Westside. Now this mm. is a sexy flexy ass nigga that niggas love bigging up on Twitter. Mm. I know he got some friend of a friends in here, and no disrespect to y'all. Mm. Mr. Westside, aka Royce the Goat, decided to die on the same hill as the ones we lost. Let me check it to y'all. Quote, Vanessa can turn her TV off and log out of her social. Today is about Kobe, not her. (laughs) Eat a dick, girl, respectfully. 
end quote. This is a kind of bitch assness that will literally get you touched, nigga. Where was this tweet when Nipsey died? Mm. Nobody was telling Lauren to shut the fuck up. Turn her phone. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to, nigga? How could you even... Like, bro, when I say I was livid, mm. and I got a couple of his niggas that's from Long Beach, from LA, that follow me on there, and they knew that was they mans. Mm. I was talking shit. And before I could even respond to the bitch, Twitter deactivated his account. You're fucking out of here, nigga. You guessed it. You're out of here, nigga. I I could go into this whole like long spiel and and, and, and tirade about like I don't know, man. Niggas are just they're just dedicated to being fucking corny you know what i'm saying let me just think of the most nut ass disrespectful shit that i can think of right now and just say it out loud on the forum for a couple he he ha ha's and retweets You're not like cool, bro like bro you, none you, of that shit is cool like listen, there was nothing funny cool you can't tell anyone that just lost someone to log out of their phone and eat a dick You got two little girls yourself, bitch. Mm. God forbid you were to lose your life in any kind of way. I'm going to make sure I get on Twitter and tell your daughters to eat a dick. Respectfully. You're a fucking clown. You're a fucking moron. And anytime I find out your ass is on Twitter under any other fucking at name, bitch, I'm tweeting you the picture. I will make sure personally mm. That niggas remember. They got to his Facebook and his Instagram, nigga. Mm. I'm talking about niggas all over the world. What the fuck were you thinking about? Like, seriously, you're not that cool, my guy. You want to know, but I, 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 like, there's a part of me, like, niggas, bro, niggas just think that, like, like you said, you have daughters, but why does he feel like, because, you know, is Kobe like why why do you feel like it's okay to talk to a woman like that under any circumstance a woman that just lost her husband and her daughter a year ago oh the number one person that has any right to feel any way about anything is her but you know fuck her feelings I don't know man like I I think it goes, uh, you know, it goes a little bit deeper than niggas just uh, talk about it. It goes a little bit deeper than niggas just want to be popular or try to say the edgy thing. Like, bro, I think niggas, there is a, a real problem that like niggas have like when women are afforded any opportunity to feel anything or do anything. Like, talk about it. No one, if if it like if it was reversed. You know what I'm saying? And like, not even so, like, not even to get lost in like the status of who Kobe was, DK, you know, like imagine no. if his, if the roles were reversed, Kobe just lost his wife and his daughter. You know what I'm saying? No one in their right mind would ever tell Kobe or any man, quote unquote, that niggas, quote unquote, respect. Hey, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, this isn't your time to do this. This isn't your time. Like, this is our time to mourn your family. Like, bro, there's no way that you can have any respect for whoever Kobe, 
quote unquote was to him, whoever this Royce nigga is, and then literally fix your lips to say something like that on a national platform on the day that they passed. Like I, I don't understand. And niggas have like this real sick, this real sick mentality, bro. It's bitch ass shit, bro. It's bitch ass shit. Yeah, we're gonna have to start bringing a bitch ass segment on here. And no, I, I, I got hold I up, hold up. I, I got, I got your bitch ass niggas right here. Hold up. Some good ass weed. Turn this Check shit up. This game is a motherfucking trip, man. Mm. Word on the streets. Everybody always try to run up on me, hollering my word on the streets. This nigga said this, man. I don't give a fuck about what that nigga said, man. That's what's wrong with you niggas. You niggas are just like bitches. Whole ass niggas talk too motherfucking much. At Royce the Go. Get your own. Bitch you know ass nigga. Be independent, nigga. Biatch. Yeah. Bitch niggas. <laughs> Bitch niggas. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch niggas. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Bitch niggas. And you too. Hmm. Dog. I meet more bitch niggas than hoes. Look here. So many niggas like to keep up shit. And just like a bitch, niggas be talking shit. Smile in my face and then they blast me in the back. Niggas stay strapped from way back. Cause pay Nah, just nah, you know. Hold up. It's, let, let me get my introduction shit off, nigga. Ooh, yeah, I mean, speak on it. We got young pop in the building, nigga. And I went back and forth about smart. even giving this man energy, but right. seriously, some stuff is so disrespectful. Yeah, like that shit's not cute. And nigga, Royce, if you ever hear this, yo, I don't know you from a guy on the street, but that was weird, bro. And I know niggas hit your line asking you what you were thinking. Mm. They had to. Come on, man. Don't don't die on that hill, man. Just you know what? Sometimes you just gotta learn to shut the fuck up. Bro, when in <laughs> doubt, shut up. Like <laughs> niggas have been and, hearing no. that since first grade. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, nigga, <laughs> shut your ass up. Seriously. Can you shut the fuck up. Nah. <sighs> no. Definitely, bitch, important. niggas. I, like I said, I, I I actually now that you brought it up, I did see that tweet. You know what I'm saying? It was just so nuts and flagrant like i instantly you know what i'm saying push past it and but no i'm I'm glad that you kind of just brought it up and spoke on it because like bro like you niggas got a sickness for attention bro like you niggas Seriously. got a sickness for intention uh, attention and i'm super tired about niggas always trying to like when they get up and they say dumb shit or they do disrespectful shit and they want to call niggas sensitive or they were misunderstood or no fuck all that it's time to start calling these niggas what they are. Bitch ass niggas, man. For real. Respectively, of course. Respect well, respectfully, of course. Don't wanna, you know, offend nobody. <laughs> Anyways, man, uh what you got on your docket, man? All right. This is gonna sound nuts. But let me go ahead and just put on my I'm just a guy. I don't know shit about women's business or women's anatomy, but I, I had the privilege. I had the privilege. Cue, <laughs> cue that same song we just played, please. <laughs> I've had the pri <laughs> I've had the privilege of growing up all throughout high school, all throughout college, my whole life with a woman best friend. Shout out to my co-host. Yep. 
And one, <laughs> one of the more interesting <laughs> things that I learned that happens to women that tend to be around each other a lot is that y'all periods sometimes like get in sync. Is this true? Yes. Okay. This is true. Okay. So I thought that was just like the weirdest shit in the world. Like that was just some real soul tie type shit that <laughs> women got going on, right? So in an alternate reality that is in no way reflective of real things that I've done in my life, um, in that alternate reality, <laughs> I might have been, you know, fornicating with two women at the same time. Uh-oh. And lo and behold, after a few weeks, I started noticing something. Their periods were perfectly in sync. Hmm. So that led me to the question of, is it possible that I was the soul tie between these two women's periods? Now listen, <laughs> if you guys happen to cancel Dominique, this podcast will move on. <laughs> Yo! Yo, you carrying the flag without me? You leaving me on the battlefield? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, definitely checking my. your uniform. I am so... Even when you tweeted this, <laughs> I screenshotted faster than a bitch in heat. I said, oh, this nigga is clearly feeling himself. Like, what the fuck is going on? Now, oh my God, I am your fellow uh, co-host, and I happen to also be a woman. Mm. I know nothing about getting dick, so I'm going to excuse myself. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) What? Hold on, let me get some air situations and i'd be having to tangle out this because oh, uh, <laughs> you know nothing about you ain't never seen someone drunk. hit the side step on the pod though like completely <laughs> shoot, duck that <laughs> hole nah i'm fucking james harden with the euro you bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 let no, me ask you I this will, let me ask I you will double down okay Hold on. i will double down oh piss you know nothing about being a woman, having your own period, being horny as hell, and your girl is also on her period. Now that's that shit I don't like. Nah, like. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yes, we also do that. <laughs> 
But being a woman, knowing the ins and outs of everything that we got coming in and out. Yeah. <laughs> you be a little turned off on day one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the lighter load. Yeah. <laughs> when the flow be heavy D though. I that's our podcast episode twenty two, man. He knows how to wrap us up quickly. <gasps> I was <laughs> It was a music reference and a female reference, like you get it. <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh my god. No, no, no. Okay. I mean Did you ever find any conclusion to this? Well, um no. And I will I'm only saying no. Because I felt like the niggas that actually I asked the question to weren't being honest with me. Them niggas said never mm. once has that thought ever crossed my mind. Never once, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, mm, yeah, okay, nigga. I don't know. I don't feel like it's that far off because how else will these two seemingly women who have never been connected in life somehow magically end up perfectly in sync? Sounds like some lottery type shit to me. So I I just thought, you know, maybe I was just, you know, the glue that stuck them both together type. Interesting. <laughs> well, we will have to uh, neither deny or confirm. Okay. At the very least, in an alternate reality that in no way, shape, or form reflects your true lived experiences, have you ever been with two girls at the same time? Fornicating. Not literally on this. My check. One, two. What is this? You see what you see what I have to. You know what? This is how I could tell that you don't have anyone outside of this microphone that is really willing to press your fucking line. And when I get back home, just know the day we ever get Jen on this podcast, she is going to tear our ass up. She's going to tear us up. And it's because of you. So when she does, I'll just have my, my mic muted because there's no point in me talking about nothing. You be trying to get me in a lot of situations. Bro, I... I hit, you're not going to be willing to get me out of. I hit you with no, the... No, I've never had two bitches at the same time. I am... God has blessed me with the family. All I think and care about is my family. Mm. All I want is my family. Mm. And I have no idea, sir what you got going and the things you have experienced in this reality or another okay microphone check one two okay so you know neither here <laughs> nor in the andromeda galaxy has brie ever been uh with two women at the same time but just so i can put a nope. little bit of context into who brie actually is and may or may not have been in a previous alternate universe. Hold on, let me get my shit off real quick. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get out? Oh, what you gonna do? Now, when I tell you, you Brie would rather out? give you the yeah. wet sock oh, on her foot, do you wanna get out? She'll give you a bitch oh, before she do? gives you that wet sock on her do foot. You wanna get out? Okay, let me hold up. Talk about it. I'd rather give you my bitch. <laughs> I'd rather give you my beer. <laughs> he cooking tonight, ain't he? <laughs> Nigga should have never gave me the DJ move. You know what I mean? Now, hold on. Let me get her shit off. 
sucker tits and she'll suck your dick. And since one man's trash is another man's treasure, you get no part of my weed, but you can have my bitch Heather. She. And I think she been with a girl named Heather. Like every other bitch I get. <laughs> I'd rather give you my bitch, my whole bitch, you're nothing but my bitch. Well, no. You definitely have it because you don't date white women, do you now, Dominique? <laughs> and I'm proud of it, goddammit. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> yes! Let that one hit out <laughs> I got self hate and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Y'all will not shame me to the Caucasus Mountains. I refuse. I refuse. Oh my god! <laughs> So you've never had a pog. <laughs> Bri, I've never heard of that term. Can you tell me what that stands for? No, we here tonight. <laughs> we here tonight. No, hell no. <laughs> 35 I... minutes in, nigga. We here tonight. No, 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 no. I un. I have never uh, had a pog. My closest to a pog was when I first started working at Stater Brothers. Bree kind of let y'all into that uh, a few weeks ago. There was a checker who was named after a season. You were gripping on the pog when you were gripping on the pog. So you can't say too much. <laughs> Yo. Okay. Yo, picture this. Right? I'm 18. I might be 19 at best. Probably I'm 19 by that, by that time. Okay. Minimum wage wasn't $15 like it is now. They lied to Minimum us Minimum wage that, wasn't but... $15 as it is now. Go ahead. It was eight. It was eight in a coda. I'm out there in slacks, in my white tee, yes. buttoned up with a tie, sweating. Yes. Man, I look over to my right. I'm like, where the fuck is this nigga at? <laughs> Ain't been helping me bag no groceries. <laughs> And remember that two-hand trick we was talking about earlier? He was two fists in on this bitch's Dodge Ram, oh. ripping that ass and walking her to her truck. We are here tonight. I ain't gonna let you shame me. I ain't gonna let you shame me because, you know what I'm saying? I was 19. She was 35. What was I supposed to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm fucking dead. I was, yeah. So that that's, you know. I've I've touched a pog, but you know, that, that that's as far that's as far as it gone, that's as far as it gone. But speaking of pogs and uh, white women, uh, I believe on your docket, uh oh, the talk of the town was a, a young lady that goes by the name Danny Lay. Uh, she made a song for the light skinned baddies, and since you are our light skinned baddie correspondent. Oh, brother. Can you please tell me, uh, did Danny Lay make you feel empowered and proud to be a light-skinned baddie? Danny Lay, we should have got you in sooner under our bitch-ass segment. Mm. Read the room, please. Hold please. On. And listen. Here's my thing. You're going to make a dumbass record, you and your friends, and the record was trash. That's what I've also been hearing, that the record was muy basura. And if you're just gonna in make case, a record, I did try to actually look for it on Apple Music, and it seems like it's not even there no more. 
No, it ain't. And here's my thing, bitch. You wanted to make that record. I would have respected you more if you stood by it. Mm. You was talking shit the first night and for the whole past week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You've been on skates. Yeah. Backsliding. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And don't and don't try to uh listen, the black community knows who's black and who's not. And even if you are black, we will still reject your ass. Yes. Shout out to Logic. If you don't feel <laughs> if you don't feel not the great that white we already hope. know <laughs> if you don't already feel that we know that you're black or we don't know your intentions, don't make music like this. Well, that's the thing. Is she like confirmably black? Because everything that I've been seeing No, I heard I heard she's not. I heard she was from the Caucasus Mountains. She even put up a picture. It didn't look like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I knew either her. I knew she didn't have no leverage or footing when literally it was nothing but light skinned women slandering her. That's when I knew. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? Like, light skinned women will never turn away the praise. When no. I saw them slandering her for this song, I was like, oh, yeah, this this wasn't, quote unquote, what she said it was. Oh, I'm just trying to put on for bitch. You are not light skin. You are a tanned white. No, that's a difference. <laughs> yeah, you've been in the DR for the last three months. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, look, talk I about sunshine. Don't talk about fucking. <laughs> trying to put on and then what also kills me is anytime this happens anytime some white chick who looks a little more exotic than a little bit you got the negroes coming out the woodworks what's wrong with preference why can't i just have a preference and blah 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 blah, blah. like bro i'm going to encourage all of my black kings especially the ones that go through stuff as dark-skinned black kings just be two percent smarter bro no one is judging you for dating a white girl the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is besides you but you know anyways it, keep well going. i anyways <laughs> we ain't even gonna get into all that uh but seriously just be a, just be two percent smarter um it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that darker skinned people within the black community systematically and historically have gotten most of the flack. And that's all people are talking about. There's nothing wrong with you liking light skinned women, dating light skinned women, doing whatever with light skinned women. There's just nothing less than our dark skinned sisters as well. And I think that's just what gets lost. A lot of niggas want to hide behind that you know, oh, it's just my preference thing. Like, bro, you could have a preference. Like, that's not the issue. But just don't be fucking dense about what niggas and what women in particular are talking about. Like, Period. seriously, if you see 80 to 90% of black women on one side of things, listen to them. It's okay. It's not going to make you less of a man. I promise. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't even... I, I think I heard like 10 seconds of the song and I was like, 
again, just like, <laughs> just like you said, bitch, if you was going to try and put on, at least make a good fucking record, that shit sounded like some schoolyard background bullshit. Like, I don't even know. So that shit was nuts. Danny Lee, you're out of here. <laughs> you get our bitch nigga oh. award as well. Yeah. Um. Well, other than gossip stuff, I guess we can give a round of applause for Joe Biden, huh? He's been pushing that motherfucking win, baby. Shout out to him for allowing transgender people back in the military. Yes. Uh, I don't have too much feelings on this, nor do you need my opinion on this. I just think that's dope. However you identify, you should still have the right to do everything else that we get to do. Period. It's not that fucking hard. It's not that difficult. Period. It's not so difficult. I respect the fuck out of him. He's did a lot of other things. Um, I just thought that that stood out because uh, I know, especially in the black community, um, we don't recognize transgender people as much as we should, mm -hmm. even though we were in front of a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will have this conversation later when we get Jen on the show because she is definitely uh a lot more educated than you and i are mm -hmm. but uh yeah man I, i'm liking what biden's doing he got in there immediately he had a list he had a plan and you know he's getting the obamacare back signed in you know what i'm saying he's yeah. making some of this shit right bro so uh yeah man round of applause to biden bro yeah. no yeah i definitely uh and like I said, last podcast, or maybe it was the one prior, but when we were talking about the inauguration or whatever, you know, I pretty much said like, you know, let alone this year, but you know, these first couple of months are really going to kind of like define, I guess, like the legacy that he's going to try and set forth. And mind you, like, while it feels good right now, again, you know, n not to drown y'all in the politics, but in two years, like we need that same energy, uh, this mm -hmm. presidency and the things that hope the good things that hopefully he is setting out to do is not guaranteed to us for all four years um so we just want to keep keep that in mind uh he has been pushing his pen as you said like that's what he should do man like just start giving resources to the people start taking care of the people um and and just stand by what you're gonna fucking do unlike uh here in California, where it's, I've read that one in three people in LA have COVID. Uh, mm. I heard that, or I read that they believe that, uh, the health officials believe that California now has its own strain of COVID to go with the original one, DK, the one from Europe and wherever else. Jesus. Most of our counties are, you know, still, getting maxed out in their hospitals. Um, everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, shit. Everyone is still in the purple tier. And just recently, we're allowed to eat inside of restaurants again. Bro, aren't you so well, excited? <laughs> aren't Stay you your ass at home. <laughs> aren't you Stay fuck the fuck <laughs> at home. Aren't you fucking excited? Do you excited? need Governor Newsom to get up there? And to tell you to stay your punk ass at home. He said, go back out. He lifted the stay at yeah, home but, order. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Listen, this is in March 2020. It is January, damn near February of 2021. Do I need to tell you to stay at home? 
I think some. Are you still hanging around? Are you still hanging around niggas that haven't got tested since? Mm. Ever? Mm. Yo, are we gonna talk about how the COVID test low key became the new STD test? Uh, like I've said, <laughs> I've even dumbed it down because niggas don't even get STD tested. Piss. COVID, nigga, the vaccine and COVID is is gonna be it's aligning itself with just getting a fucking regular TV shot. Before you go work anywhere and you get a physical, here's this vaccine, here's a COVID test. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need all, you know, and I, we've spoken about our feelings about taking the vaccine. Yeah. My thoughts have gone up and down. I, it's not an easy decision. Um, obviously, I have, you know, Instagram activists that post the two or three people that have had super bad uh, effects of the vaccine or have died from the vaccine. Well, of course, nigga. Right. Somebody gets a flu shot, guess what they get? A week later, they're sick. Right. Come on. We know all these things already. Right. And just like COVID, everybody's body reacts differently to it. Yes. But how, listen, COVID, we've said this a million times, it, it's not fucking going anywhere. It's how are we as a people going to adapt around it? Trust yes. me. Yes. Trust me. Yeah. So if I got to get the vaccine and I get sick after the first week, like, fuck, I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's not lost on me that I can still have a hard fucking week. Go get the second dose. And if they have a third dose, go get the third dose. Like, mm-hmm. just follow it all the way through. Like, seriously, it can help you or it can help others around you. And that's the point you should have fucking grasped by now. Come on, man. We're a fucking year into this. Again, it's all about being 2% smarter. Um, again, there's a million reasons why you can think of to take the vaccine versus not. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to decide, like, who are you smarter than and who are you not smarter than? You know what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter is, is I'm coming to the realization that I'm not smarter than these fucking doctors and the people that are, you know, busting their ass to try and help the world. So that goes into it, too. Do your due diligence, but be safe, man. Like, like I said, man. LA is going nuts. Even Riverside County is going nuts. Um, it's not that serious, man. If you guys are eating out, take your food to go. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It, you've been doing it for a year. It's not going to kill you, um, because that's just a recipe mm-hmm. for disaster. Every time we've came off of a lockdown, our numbers shot up. We got a little excited. Our numbers yep. was coming down sometime last year. I remember the schools was getting all excited and everything. They re- they lifted that lockdown because we moved down a tier. A week later, we were back deep into the purple tier, like deep to the point where we still haven't came out of it months later. So for real, man, protect yourselves. Um, one of my student workers, man, we in a meeting I had today, one of my student workers actually got on and was like, um, I think I have COVID. I haven't been able to taste and smell anything for the past few days i'm just waiting Mm. on my test to come back to confirm um but she said that she's convinced her whole family has it at this point and she said her siblings some of her siblings have still kind of been you know a little bit lackadaisical and that's where she thinks it might have you know got into their house from and instantly you know i just i was just impacted man our other student worker uh his whole family got it and he said like it's been rough on them so you know just just take care of yourselves, man. Be safe, be smart, be responsible, um, you know, and, and be trustworthy beyond that. Like if you have a circle 
be trustworthy in the fact that you're not out living wild and bringing it into your circle, at least to the best of your abilities. You feel me? So, you know, that's that on that. Uh, we don't have to go too, too deeper. But what I guess before we kind of just put a close on, quote unquote, you know, politics in the state of America, there was one uh, politically based story that was a really good feel good story for me. Um, and I thought you might appreciate appreciate this, too, since, you know, you are a union worker. Um, you've actually been out on, you know, out on protests with your guys and, you know, your guys and girls in the in the in the union with you. And they make a big difference. You know what I'm saying? They make a big difference for a lot of people. Um, but in particular, in the Bronx, uh, there was a successful strike pulled off by. Uh, I believe it says Teamsters JC16 local 202 members at the Hunts Point Produce Market. They pulled off the first successful strike in 35 years, um, and all they were asking for was for their employer to give them all a dollar raise uh, without raising their health insurance and benefits cost. Just a dollar. These are essential workers that work at one of the largest produce distribution hubs on the east coast and they were asking for a dollar raise um mm. their leadership responded initially with we'll give you guys a 30 cent raise um and so they kept on striking um the strike the strike took place over uh the course of i believe a week um but it was really dope they gained a lot of support uh representative AOC went out there to support them and other union members that actually operate trucks and freight trains that come into that uh, distribution center. Some of them actually turned around be to support the strike. So long story short, uh, they accepted a contract that over 90% of the union agreed upon. Um, and over the course of the next three years, it'll guarantee that everyone working there will make at least $20 an hour and they have no raised cost to their health insurance premiums or anything like that. So just something nice. that I thought was just a feel good story, you know, people coming together and, and and sticking up for what they believe in. So let's go ahead and just give them a give them an air horn. We'll give them an air horn. No, that's fucking dope, because I remember about two or three years ago, we caught ourselves acting like we we were going to go on strike. Mm. Um, and even though we were working, it was definitely scary because you kind of just get bullied in. Like, if niggas ain't going to work and I show up to work, like, my reputation is done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so break that now line. I'm not going to work not getting paid, like, for the greater good. Like, <laughs> I'm really trying, you know, I'm really it's trying to stand with my brothers and sisters in the union. So I definitely can understand uh, what that took. So definitely shout out to them um yes sir let's get ready for that show some love man here we go i got you going we already queued up So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna shout out the very beautiful and gorgeous Chloe, you know what I mean? Cause she's been out there 
with the yams. You understand? She's driving what car? A Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> and even though it was hitting like that, Neva. Bro. And we are not here to sexualize women, but I mm. do find beauty in women that realize that they are sexy. Keep oh, showing it. Absolutely. We here. Uh. What you got for us this week? Yeah, so this week is in memory of someone that I've shouted out a couple of times, but just because uh, by the time y'all are hearing this tomorrow, uh, it'll be Chris's birthday, January 30th, this Saturday. Um, coming up on almost a, almost a year uh, since, since he left us. So his birthday's coming up this Saturday. So uh, anyone that knows Chris or have the opportunity, just be thinking about him this Saturday. Um, you know, my thoughts are with his parents always. Uh, it's been rough, but you know, we're, we're hanging on. And so show some love goes out to Chris, baby. Hey man, let me double down on that. Mm. Chris, as I'm looking out the snow outside my window, man, we are always thinking of you, dude. Every mm. time I get in my car, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I catch myself seriously praying because it could be us. Um, we'll never accept that that was your time, man, but know that Dom, for sure, his family love you, miss you, definitely still just wish you was here with us. I know you're in a better place. You don't even have to deal with COVID where you're at. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, we love you, brother. We miss you, man. Act Right Podcast, episode 22. Hope y'all enjoy what we have for y'all this week. Prop 22, 22 twos. Peace.